Well, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to have you on because I don't know anything about um, Buffo and Cambo medicine. So yeah. I'd love to, yeah, delve into your mind and just, I don't know, just hear more about it and educate myself and the listeners too. So yeah, thank you for coming on. Yes, yeah, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're welcome. So would you like to explain a little bit about what the medicine actually is? Sure. They're both considered spirit medicines because they don't come from plants. And um, one's an entheogen and the other is not. So, And they both come from amphibian. One comes from a frog based in the Amazon in Peru. Wow. And the, uh, that would be Campbell. And then Bufo comes from Mexico, which is a toad in the Sonoran Desert. Oh, my goodness. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Campbell is has actually been researched for its medical properties. It's got over 16 different bioactive peptides that work with your body to help bring it back to optimum health Mm -hmm. and it's a powerful detoxer essentially um Campbell opens up your cells and removes toxins and traumas and blockages that your body has been holding on for years um, maybe ancestral uh, trauma that your body carries through your mother's womb and your grandmother's womb Mm -hmm. and it helps just clear energies that don't necessarily belong to you, trauma and toxins that have been stuck in your body that um, cause disease. It's kind mm-hmm. of been known to help with different ailments, autoimmune, cancer, HIV, many wow. different uh, chronic fatigue, headaches, lots of different ailments. Um, mm-hmm. And it is a purgative, so you're sweating, pooping, laughing, crying, vomiting. It's coming out. Yeah. Uh, it's not a psychedelic. Uh-huh. Um, lasts for about 15 minutes. Oh, my God, really? Well, the medicine stays on your body for about 15 minutes, and then the effects can actually last anywhere between 15 minutes to 45 minutes, depending on how long it takes you to recover. Wow. Um, yeah. Is it like a kind of like a, a fast track to, like, healing yourself? There, it's a tool. It's a tool. A lot of people come to plant medicines or spirit medicines to fix themselves, like a quick fix, mm-hmm. like a fast track. It is definitely yeah. a tool to get you directly to the root of the trauma oh. or the issues. Um, both Kemba and Bufa have been used to help anxiety, depression, PTSD, addiction. Mm-hmm. But you also have to do the work. You have to pair that with your external work. And okay. often I see a lot of people hopping from plant medicine to plant medicine to plant medicine to, to get better, but you have to do yeah. the workout. You have to do the integration with medicine. Right. And it's, and it's not a, it's not a quick fix, but it definitely yeah. is, a, it, it is an accelerator for sure. So it kind of takes you to like, need to go to but then like afterwards yeah you need to have like that integration to be able to like navigate through the stuff that you've uncovered yeah Yeah. wow that is so powerful I'm like mind blown I didn't know you could have a medicine that came from I'm just like what this is crazy 
<laughs> so cool so cool how did you come across this <clears throat> um both <laughs> both of them found found me and it was actually a dear friend of mine um i got sick year uh, about six years ago i got diagnosed with a really really severe debilitating um autoimmune disease okay uh, it was rheumatoid arthritis I was actually okay. bedridden for three years. I couldn't move. But the moment, it took a year for them to diagnose me. And the moment that I got diagnosed, um, mm-hmm. and I'm really, I'm really mindful about the words that I choose. I don't say that I have. I say that I've been diagnosed because words mm-hmm. are powerful. And I knew from the moment mm-hmm. of that diagnosis that I wasn't going to keep it. And right. I remember asking the rheumatologist, you know, um, I want to heal my body naturally and I want you to help me. And he just yeah. rolled, he rolled his eyes at me. And yeah, yeah. I don't know, but there was something inside me that knew intrinsically I would be able to heal my body naturally. And that's when Campbell first found me. My, my dear friend had asked, said, I know this healer. She lives in your, she, she's, my friend lives in Toronto. I'm in BC, on another side of the country. So she's like, I know this healer in BC. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want me to introduce you to her? And I said, yes. And I didn't do Cambo at that time, but I was the seed had been planted. She had said, "Hey, I, I here's Cambo," and I was like, "Well, it's applied through superficial burns on your body." And I was like, "No, I'm not going to burn my body and put frog poison on my body. That's weird. Thank you, no, thank you." And I was just, yeah. just not having any of it. Wow. And that's when Cambo first found me, but I just wasn't ready or open at the time, and I I ended up healing my body on my own and then coming back to Kemo because um, it had been calling me for for a while wow so how did you heal your body by yourself uh, it was actually <laughs> uh through plant-based diet I found a man on the internet um yeah like the medication that they give you for rheumatoid arthritis is really gnarly as uh, low dose of chemo and then they move it up to biologics and you have to go and get your blood tested to make sure your organs aren't failing you have to get your eyes tested to make sure you're not going blind like this is really really gnarly medication that can actually cause more, more harm than good to other parts of your body it's just it was horrific and I didn't want to be medicated but I, mm-hmm. I was in so much pain I didn't know what else to do so I was taking the medications and okay. I, they weren't working and I was going to go up on some different medications. You're kind of like a guinea pig. Mm-hmm. And then I found this guy. Um, <laughs> I was actually praying to like spirit, like, please, I want to heal my body naturally. Show me what to do and like help me heal my body naturally. I don't want to be medicated. And the next yeah. day I found this man on YouTube. Oh, healing your body naturally. Well, I, knew, <laughs> I knew this was it. So, he created mm-hmm. a program of people getting better um, from the same condition, rheumatoid arthritis, and he kind of has this platform similar to Facebook of a community of people with this with this diagnosis following right. the program, getting better. And essentially, it's an elimination diet and whole food plant based. So I cut out, out all processed foods, all animal products for an entire year, and it saved my life. Was that like an overnight switch? No, no, <laughs> it took six months. I was going to say that's impressive it it wasn't overnight no but it it was an overnight switch in my head 
Like, yeah. I found his program and I was like, this is it. This is what I was praying for. He showed up. Yeah. I, I signed up. I think it was like 150 US. Signed up to his program. Kind of went and ate my last supper at a restaurant, this burger, knowing that this, <laughs> this is it. I'm not going to be eating it anymore. I'm like, yeah. And then like switched it in my head. And this man had a podcast of people getting better who were following his program and he would interview them. And I would listen to that podcast on my way to work in severe pain and listen to that podcast on my way home. So I'm like, this is going to work. This is going to work. Oh my and God. It, it took, it took, a, yeah, six months to a year to be completely pain free, medicated free. And I've been pain and medication free for three, almost four years. Whoa. Yeah. And you still plant-based now? No, <laughs> but I'm going, I'm heading in that direction. So for the last, year and a half I kind of was slowly so the way when I did the elimination diet when I followed mm -hmm. his program it was mm -hmm. really easy to not eat the food because when I would eat something that disagreed with my body my body would react in pain and so now my body's not it's kind of calmed down like you know the the pain reactor has come down so it's, my body's allowing me to eat more junk without reacting. Yeah. So it's been easier yeah. to slip off that scale, but I'm slowly moving into plant-based. I'd like to go back there because I know, um, I feel like my connection to source is like way more open when I'm eating cleaner. So wow. That's so interesting. Also, I know what you mean. Like with meditation, I'm so into meditation when I need it, like when mm -hmm. I really need it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when I'm feeling like on those days, I'm like really good. Like yeah, if I don't do a meditation this day and then it all creeps up and you're like, fuck, <laughs> I needed yeah. to do that like as a daily yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, so what would you like to share about um, Buffet and Cambo? Um. Well, both have been really profound in, uh, what, what did you say, bringing people back to their true selves. So I think yeah. both have been really profound for me in allowing me to find my purpose. This was a little mm -hmm. bit different. Uh, it also found me through the same friend, just randomly. Funny. Um, I hadn't ever really heard about it before. And the next thing I knew, I was hopping on a plane to go to Mexico and um like I had booked these dates off work, the same dates that there was Bufo initiation for a trip I didn't want to take, but the dates were exactly oh. the same. And I'm like, what? that's weird. Oh, and, I love uh, that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what's the Bufo, well, both have been really powerful, but Bufo for me, like, has awakened me to my indigenous Mexican roots, which I was never really connected to before. Mm -hmm. Um I'm born and raised here in Vancouver, BC. I was raised by a single French-Canadian mother. Uh, most of my career history has been working with Indigenous uh, youth here in BC. Right. And I've had several co-workers tell me, you know, oh, Mexico is Indigenous. You, you probably come from a tribe. And I remember going to my mother saying, oh, mom, do I come from a tribe? And she was like, no. And that was the <laughs> end of it. Like that, that was the end of the conversation. Didn't inquire more about it at all. Okay. When I went to sit with Bufo um, in Mexico, I could feel the land calling me back, like come mm. along in Mexico, and I could feel my ancestors around wow. me, and, and um, it was it was like a reawakening to my history 
and that's incredible lineage yeah it was really powerful and that was that was last March so I've only been working with these medicines for about a year and I just got back from Mexico again because every time I sit with Bufo for myself here it tells Uh me go go to Mexico go to Mexico go to Mexico so I finally just uh got back on May 1st from three months spending three months in Mexico incredible and um it was really profound and I didn't sit with Bufo the whole time until the day before I was leaving I sat with Bufo with my sister and I remembered what tribe I came from and I could feel like I could feel the the pain of my ancestors like closely to my cells and my sister helped me navigate through that to release it and it was it was so beautiful it was so beautiful Yeah. yeah how how are you taking that into your life now um, the knowing of my, my culture, I think, you know, because of the experience I have working with Indigenous people here, like I can, I can understand the effects of colonization, especially being in Mexico too, um, I, for so long, like that's the longest I've ever traveled. I haven't done a lot of traveling in my life. So being away for three months, um, you know, I felt almost like a fraud like I, I I'm clearly you can tell that I'm mixed yeah look at me but when I was in Mexico I felt like a fraud like I was pretending to be Mexican Mexican oh, like it was yeah. weird like the call it like impacts of colonization that were, was coming up for me and okay. so um and I felt that during my bufo uh bufo journey on the day before I left I could feel that like shame and guilt of wanting to remember that that's where mm-hmm. I came from like I, I like almost because I wasn't raised like that that it, it wasn't true but I was mm-hmm. able to release that and like fully stand in the identity of this is where I, I come from and I think um how I want to incorporate that is just to be uh, to honor the history of my ancestors and just continue to edu- educate myself on their teachings and their practices and connect with their protocols and um and wisdom that that's so powerful to me in a different that is level so yeah. Powerful. yeah oh Thank my you. gosh because <laughs> you, you always think like sometimes well I always think anyway like the way that I want to educate myself is like more online courses and more books and like more of this so you can tap into like your ancestors and their yeah. wisdom and the stuff that happened before like we were even here yeah I, I mean that stuff that stuff you're talking about is available to us and I struggle with that too wanting to do the online courses there are part I'm I am I want to take different courses I want to go into trauma therapy to, so I can have a bigger toolbox for the people mm-hmm. that come and sit with me but I also want to honor the teachings from my ancestors and the teachings yeah. from the ceremony and the gifts that I've gotten from doing the work with these medicines. So wow. it's, uh, yeah, really, it's, it's a balance it's, and it's learning to trust because we're programmed not to. We're programmed to, you know, think that that stuff is woo-woo and mm-hmm. wacky and, it's, yeah. and learning to let go of that programming and trust that our inner wisdom, our truth, and our guidance that's coming from our ancestors. Um, mm-hmm. I lost my mom six years ago, and I felt her so intensely throughout the last three years. Wow. 
yeah that's so beautiful yeah I'm just like taken aback like in my heart with that that's just so stunning I really hope by doing this podcast that it does kind of just bring more to that other aspect of life as well for sure because me probably I don't know a few years ago would have thought this was woo-woo as well Mm. but it's just like it's so inexplainable the connection that you can get isn't it from like accessing just like so much more than what we know it's like Mm. oh it, it just blows my mind when I try and even grasp what else that is yeah I think I think that's a big part of the fear and I I struggle with that too because like I mentioned to you before I'm I'm a baby I've only been doing this for a year but I haven't really had much other experience in plant medicine I did ayahuasca for my first time in Mexico but most people that come and sit with me have already sat with ayahuasca multiple times or other plant medicines and like this is all new for me I wasn't involved in the plant medicine world until last year last March so Mm -hmm. I have a lot to learn and I'm still learning but I think the fear of fully embracing that connection to Mm -hmm. different dimensions and different sources of energy is kind Mm -hmm. of scary like you kind of question like am I going to lose my mind? <laughs> but um, again, I yeah. feel like that's a lot of programming and uh, the way that I feel um, on, in my, like on a cellular level, I, I feel different. I feel, it's almost as if I can feel wounds closing and the healing happening and the remapping of my brain in the way that I think about myself and think about my purpose and think about what I'm offering to people is is Mm -hmm. different and do you think that you couldn't have got to this place within yourself without doing that I don't I uh, personally (laughs) I what I I think people can I think people Mm -hmm. can do this through breath work and meditation and really connecting to the earth I think absolutely people can get to this place Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would have okay on this level Um, yeah I I wasn't doing daily meditation I that wasn't part of my practice I was Mm -hmm. I was definitely in the herd of you know I got I have a family I have my youngest son is seven like I have to work I have to make money for my child I have to go to my nine to five I have to do what society says for me to do because yeah. I have a family that I need to take care of. And there's so much fear. Of, I, uh, and I see this within friends. There's so much fear within us about actually doing what we want to do, actually trying to step into what we enjoy and what we like because of, of fear. And we're programmed to fear, right? So mm. I don't know. I, I think I could have, but I don't know that I would have. Yeah, I see people that, you know, on the same frequency that aren't using plant medicines mm-hmm. or spirit medicines. And I, so I know it is possible, but for me, yeah. it just wasn't part of my world before. So I'm very grateful for the, the shifts that have happened since bringing these medicines into my life. Yeah, it's amazing though, because you haven't just experienced this, but you, now you're utilizing it as a career. 
Mm. So what was what was the step for you where you were like, you know, I want to I want to be doing this as a career? Uh, so weird to call it a career. I know, right? <laughs> but it is um, your profession in a way, is, isn't it? it is, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I when I was going to Mexico, it was for an initiation, an initiation to learn how to serve this medicine, and okay. um, I didn't really understand why I was going. I was like, I don't know. And it was like during the pandemic, like right at the beginning of the pandemic, the world was shutting down. Like the the, the airports were shutting down, and I would call my mentor, and I'd be like, uh, maybe I shouldn't go. Maybe like she's like, no, I'm going. I'm like. Yeah, but the borders are shutting down. Like this probably isn't a good idea. She's like, I'm going, I'm going. So she just she didn't push me to go, but she was just confirming that she was going. And okay. so I I just am like, okay, I'm 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 doing it. And um, I had another friend, and I hadn't experienced Bufal at this time. I still didn't really, I didn't do a ton of research before I left, and I hadn't experienced it at this time. And I had a close friend of mine kind of call me out on that and say, you know, because she knew I was going to be initiated to learn how to serve. Mm-hmm. And she thought she was just like, you know, some people might say that it's irresponsible to go get trained with Bufo if you've never experienced it. And I said, okay. yes, I, I understand that. And that resonates mm-hmm. with me. Um, I'm following the energy that's pulling me there. And mm-hmm. I'm not going with the mindset that, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'm I'm okay. following the energy. And yeah, you know, regardless of how what the outcome is, I'm confident I'm going to have a life changing experience. Like wow. I, I have no idea what I'm stepping into. And mm-hmm. when I was in Mexico and my ancestors uh appeared, they didn't appear. I could feel them there. I don't really see. I feel I think that's okay. Sentient. I don't know what that's called, but mm-hmm. um they they gave me permission. They mm. they gave me permission to work with this medicine. Essentially, they were asking me what took what took you so long. Is what they said. Whoa! So, yeah, <laughs> it was it was really profound. And so and it took me some time. I didn't start serving right away when I got back because it's a very powerful medicine, like very mm-hmm. powerful. And I knew after. Um, because during that trip, I had tried, uh, that was the first time I had tried candle as well. So I did candle mm-hmm. three days before I went on my Bufo initiation um, for the first time. And I knew after Bufo initiation that I would train with candle because right. the, the combination of the two, I think, mm-hmm. is is like a... I don't know. It's I, I feel like as a practitioner, it's a necessity. Like I have people want just Bufo sessions, but I tell them that I prefer for them to sit with Campbell before they sit with Bufo. Because with mm-hmm. Campbell, you're clearing out all the negative energy, all the stuck energy, trauma, whatever it is, like just stuff. You're, you're detoxing your spiritual energetic system. Yeah. So that when, hopefully when you sit with Bufo, you're in a more of aligned state right okay can be very transformational very enlightening very expansive but can also be very triggering and very terrifying and so my my intention when people are sitting with candles to hopefully clear out 
any darkness mm. so that mm. there people experience this light. And that's not always the case, but that's my intention to pair the two to have a more enlightened experience with people because it can be scary. Okay. So, you know, you know, when it's scary for a lot of people, do you think it's because they're facing what they don't want to face within them? I don't know. It's different for everybody. You reckon? Mm. Yeah. It's hard to say. Mm. Uh, People come to Bufo for what is called uh, an ego death. So, uh, Bufo is 5-MeO-DMT and it's got, I think, a bunch of different tryptamines and glucetamines, which uh, it may, the compounds together make it the strongest psychedelic on the, on the planet. And um, when people break, people call it breakthrough. So when people, I call it going to the other side. When people break yeah. through, uh, they can often experience what's in, what it called an ego death so it's a disillusion of your complete self and my experience and everybody's experience is different I've experienced Mm -hmm. both this death ego death in the light and Mm -hmm. in the dark and when I go to the light it's pure expansion like it's pure openness pure connectedness like it's it's beautiful but I've only gone to the dark once and that was the most terrifying experience I've ever had in my life and it I don't know that it was about facing parts of myself but it was as if I it felt as if I had died like I felt everything it was almost as if I sunk into the world I was my body was getting uh engulfed with like sacred geometry and I was sinking into this complete darkness and nothing existed my children my family my job the planet everything it was just pure darkness there was nothing there and it was the most terrifying experience that I've ever experienced and you know obviously I was cognizant enough to know that nothing existed but I couldn't realize that I was aware aware of that 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 was me being aware of that so it, it was really scary um how how was it after like when you came out of that I was terrified I didn't want to touch Bufo I didn't want to take people to Bufo I I told my mentor I never want to bring people never want to bring people to the dark yeah and and she said that's not up to you and I I, you know I had to and then it's not I have no yeah no control over where people go and and people like I've had people uh be you know have different varying experiences like everybody's experience is different and Mm -hmm. some people are taken places some people are are just here and feeling things like everybody's different so that's why my my intent with candles to clear out that energy so hopefully Mm. nobody goes to the dark but (laughs) people are going to get what they need um from both medicines because they just regardless of your intentions they just do what yeah you know one one thing like really sticks out for me from what you've been speaking about like your whole story is kind of like been leading you to this medicine when your ancestors were saying like what's taking you so long like I wonder if this 
like honestly like your life was kind of just meant to go in this way like the illness that led you to this and then like isn't that just so mind-blowing I just I'm like watching your life play out in like an episode and this is what I'm getting from it (laughs) you know it's just like I'm able to connect the dots in your life and I don't know do you think that on some level we are destined to go down a certain route in life I I I think so I I feel like especially during this crazy corona time I think that many light workers have been called to wake up Mm. um, in a faster pace than we ever have been before in order to help guide others to do the same. Yeah. So I think, yes, I think we all have a destiny and, and not everybody is is meant to be on this similar path, but mm-hmm. um, I think this medicine comes into your life just like people come into your life for a reason at the right time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it's that. Something, yeah. yeah, I really love that. So what's like the integrative process after you've taken this medicine? Hmm. I think really it's different for everybody, but in terms of actually integrating it, you know, people can stay into in your system and send you messages for up to four weeks um, mm-hmm. after, after you have your experience. So I think it's important to Mm-hmm. aware of any downloads or dreams even mm-hmm. possible nightmares that, that mm-hmm. happen mm-hmm. for you or synchronicities that happen in your life um, and just um, taking some time to uh, absorb right. your experience and, and really just honor and feel what comes up mm-hmm. it's, it takes time. And like I said at the beginning, like people come to these plant medicines and spirit medicines because they're like, quick, quick, quick. I want some profoundness. They're seeking some something. But yeah. um, the integration can take months. It can take years. It, it's wow. different for everybody. You know? Yeah. I'm really glad you explained that, you know, because my first initial thought when it, it was so quick that it gets to the root, I was like wow like my, my whole life could change in like 15 minutes like I get rid of all this trauma that I've got in within 15 minutes but like it's something to be really respected and honored and just because you've gone to that place within 15 minutes doesn't mean it's going to be cleared within 15 minutes it's like okay you know this is just the uncovering yeah and as a practitioner I experience something like that and I think you know we uncover things with this medicine, but they're layers. There's layers of trauma. There's layers of mm. toxins. There's layers of all these triggers and healing that needs yeah. to be done within us. And um, after, you know, doing my Cambo training and my Bufo training, I just, you know, I'm healed. Like, I, I'm not healed. Like, I know there's always work to do, but I felt like I was, you know, vibrating at a different level. And I yeah. had this, this in one of my ceremonies that I was actually hosting after I had this intense, painful mother wound, like trigger and tear me open and send me to this dark 
Like I didn't understand shadow work until that. I'm like, oh, this is shadow work. This is so painful. And I was right. like, yeah, I don't understand. I did all this Campbell. Like this, I thought yeah. I, was, I thought I cleared this. Like what yeah. is happening? And I really, I ended up taking uh, a, some time off from Bufo because I was like, I need, I need to work on this. Like I, I need to clear this. I can't serve people from this place. Like it, it was. Um, it was really unexpected because I thought I had done cleared this this work, but what yeah. I had done was I had cleared things away enough so that I'd be mm-hmm. able to work on on that trigger, whereas I wouldn't have been able to experience that wound otherwise. Yeah, so, I love how honest you are as well. <laughs> I think it's so important for people to hear that because it's not a quick fix. Whenever you do no. anything in this realm you know I went to an ayahuasca retreat and um I went for anxiety this was years ago and I remember feeling so great as well after for like the next day I was like cured of anxiety like just felt so free (laughs) and then I just don't know what happened because it's like I just went back to back to the person that I was but that's a whole other story so yeah I totally can um empathize with you there that like yeah like (laughs) you're not gonna be like cured in like a day no no and the other the other thing people tend to do because I'm the medicine carrier and the provider of the medicine that people are coming to me as a healer Mm -hmm. and the truth is is I'm a medicine carrier. I provide the space and the safety and the container for you to experience these medicines. But it's you that's doing the work. It's you yeah. that has, has chosen to come here and sit with these medicines. It's you that's connecting with the medicine and healing yourself. I'm not doing that. I, you know, my intention and my energy is sure it's, it's integrated with yours to help promote that. But mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not healing. Mm. yeah is it only legal in mexico by the way no actually both of them are not illegal here oh really are not illegal here no do you know many people that are working with it i i know some folks in ontario because that's Mm. um that's where my mentor uh is from and where I did my Campbell training and she was uh, initiating people into people. So I know some folks out there and mm-hmm. I've met a, a couple of people here that says people, but not as many as in Ontario. Right. Um, it's not as widely sought uh, available here, I think as it is in Ontario. Yeah. Do you see it being more of a popular form of treatment? There's some controversy about the 5-MEO and the way it's collected and the treatment of the toad and it is gaining more and more popularity okay um, and I, it's something that I'm wrestling with as well and mm. as much as possible I really um I, I try and source out ethically sourced medicine where the toads are treated with respect and not just a um assembly line of medicine collecting and yeah. we're honored and um it's something I'm going to really try and uh, reflect on more as the popularity grows 
uh, more and more because it is the word is getting out there. They're being celebrity. I mean, the, when I first first heard about it, somebody was name dropping all these celebrities that have done Bufo, but I was like, what is Bufo? I don't know. But you know, so yeah. celebrities are are bringing it, uh, awareness to it. But you can get synthetic five meo. It's just not going to have the phetamine or the tryptamines in it. So I haven't experienced the synthetic. I'd like to sit with it and really compare the two. And yeah. And see um, see how that resonates with me. Um, I yeah. think the connection to my ancestors, the connection to my heritage, the permission that I feel as if it was given a gift given to me from my ancestors Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be hard to replace with some synthetic 5-MeO, but I also want to be mindful that, that we're not killing the code. So. Yeah, that's so fair. I also don't know how I'd feel about synthetic. I don't know if I'll get like the real experience is what I'm just thinking, but I could be yeah. totally wrong. Yeah. I'm not mm. sure because I haven't experienced this. Yeah. I'm going to be attempting to do Oh, maybe this year, but soon. Yeah. Soonish. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to like following your story as well because <laughs> it's just fascinating actually. Yeah. Is there anything that you wish I would have asked you on this topic? Oh um, I don't think so. <laughs> no? Uh no. I just I I would just you know, if people are curious about these types of medicine I would strongly unlike myself suggest to do research on them and you know understand that everybody's experience is different and mm-hmm. um, to really just connect and to make sure that you trust your practitioner mm-hmm. you know there are <laughs> some yeah. unsafe folks out there so yeah oh that's awesome and uh where can people find you on social media uh i am on uh, facebook and instagram under sapple spirit which is mm-hmm. the name of my website as well sapplespirit.com mm-hmm. yeah. awesome oh well, thank you for all that that went so quickly it's nearly been 40 <laughs> minutes already so yeah oh, wow. i really appreciated that Amazing. yeah thank you Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome.